0: When the pressures of everyday life push the buttons of our inescapable human frailties, it's time to press pause, to be still, to breathe, and to look objectively at what is happening to ourselves and those about us. iHub Radio presents In This Moment with Toby C. Helping people to recover from emotional, physical, and spiritual pain. Now here's Toby C. Hey there.
1: Thank you for joining me. If this is your first time joining our program, our show, in this moment, welcome. I'm your host, Toby C. If, if you're returning, thank you for joining us again. Our program is a program about recovery. And um, we have a lot of material that, we re- that we're going to go over during this hour. Uh, we're not going to have any call-ins uh, we're not going to have any guest' appearances. It's just going to be yours truly, Toby C. and um, And we're going to be talking about recovery today. One of our subject, I'm going to tell you right out the shoot, our subject for our show today is about uncertainty. And it's going to be about overcoming uncertainty. And we're going to address the things involving uncertainty and and those who recover. And it's beautiful, you know, are you uncertain about recovery? How about that for some uncertainty? Maybe you're listening because you are interested in understanding uh, a little bit more about uncertainty and the roots of uncertainty and how uncertainty and self-doubt and hesitancy um, are all based in fear. But let's not uh, jump the gun here. Let me back up and tell you a little bit about myself and our show. Again, our show is a show of recovery, but our show is not necessarily tailored to the drug addict or the alcoholic or the gambling addict or the compulsive shopper or the food addict. Our show is tailored for everybody, all the above. Our show is tailored for anybody who is suffering from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Our show is tailored for everybody and anybody who is suffering from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And our show is going to talk about something called the psychic change. You may be suffering, or your loved one may be suffering from a condition which only a spiritual experience will conquer. You or your loved one may be suffering from a condition, an illness, which only a spiritual experience will will conquer. It's called the psychic change. Recovery, and we're going to be talking about the 12-step method of recovery today. Um, and recovery uh, in the 12-step method is not, uh, it's not a self-help program. It's not, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and improve myself today. Uh, it's not about, I think I'm going to go through some psychological changes. No, it's about implementing a real transformation, a psychic change. And the 12 step method of recovery really works best for those who have hit bottom, who have really had the wind knocked out of them sufficiently so that they can calm down and pay attention to the solution. And that's what we're going to be talking about during our show. We're going to be talking about calm and unity we're going to be talking about the problems of uncertainty and all the harm and destruction that uncertainty creates most importantly we're going to be talking about the solution in overcoming uncertainty and we're also going to be we're also going to be having a little something called the imagination exercise where we're going to be trying to point our imagination for the right objectives and, and use other forms of visualization. First of all, you got to believe that this may be your last time trying to get better. Or if you've never tried to get better, you may get this thing the first time out. Can you believe that? How many people do you know have been in and out of recovery and they just can't seem to get this thing? Well, I'm telling you, I'm going to offer you up a few tools today, a few suggestions that I think you are going to find immensely, immensely helpful. And I'm gonna tell you right now, one of the first things that, one of the first components of recovery is unity. Unity, U-N-I-T-Y, unity. And let's use the subject of uncertainty. If you wanna overcome uncertainty, the best thing to do is try to focus your time and attention on another person And help that person overcome uncertainty. By focusing your attention on somebody else overcoming uncertainty, for instance, you're practicing unity. And unity is a very calming experience. Just to make somebody feel a part of, to bring them in. You know, to put your arm around this person and tell them, you know, you don't ever have to drink again. You don't ever have to use again. You don't ever have to act out again to put your arm around somebody and say, you don't ever have to be alone again. Just saying those things is calming. And if you mean it, if you really put your your arm around somebody and give somebody a hug, I mean, there's nothing like paying attention to another person. That's what we're going to be talking about throughout our program. It's called unconditional love. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you the uh, we are going to be using two publications during our show. We're going to be using the Twelve Steps of the Twelve Steps and Twelve Traditions publication and the publication that preceded the Twelve and Twelve. It's called the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and it was first published in 1939. And while we are going to be referencing. Uh, some wisdom from these publications. Again, we're not tailoring our message in any of this show per se to the alcoholic or to alcoholism, but rather to anybody, you know, who's suffering. Keep an open mind, man. Suffering takes so many, so many forms. And certainly uncertainty, the fear of the unknown, the fear of, of... of what we're doing or not doing can paralyze so many of us, so many of us. I'm all about the solution. One of my favorite quotes, and I often talk about this every show, man, is about about living in the solution. Page 417 of the big book, hey, when I stopped living in the problem and started living in the answer, the problem went away. So how about that? When we stop living in uncertainty, and start living in a solution to uncertainty, uncertainty is going to go away and I'm not going to let the cat cat out of the bag yet. You have to wait for that. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about the problems of uncertainty. You know, you can't overcome something unless you really illuminate what it is that we're trying to overcome. And so much of illuminating a problem involves the imagination and open-mindedness. The 12-step method of recovery may have 12 steps, but there are three components to the 12-step program. The first component is to calm down and to put your hand in the hand of the man, or sometimes another man, and trust God. Just trust this process. And trusting God has everything to do with the open mind. Yeah. And then when we're calm and we trust the process, we clean house. And when we clean house, we get all the answers to why. I would imagine people who are mired in uncertainty are, are paralyzed with the evil three letter word or the evil three letter question. Why? And I'm here to tell you from practical experience and from those of hundreds of people that I've witnessed throughout the years or thousands by now that, that overcoming anything involves the open mind and the imagination. And there's nothing, no better way to open the mind and the imagination than focusing our love and attention on another person and making them feel a part of, to draw them in. That makes so much sense. It makes so much sense, doesn't it? So the imagination. We're also going to be talking about one of my favorite quotes is about the imagination. And it's not that we never used our imagination. It was our almost total inability to point our imagination toward the right objectives. And that's what we're going to be talking about. I don't want to let the solution out yet, but I'm telling you the solution to overcoming uncertainty involves the open mind and pointing our imagination toward the right objectives. And that right objectives, here's a clue. That right objective is another suffering soul. Doesn't that make sense? Anyway, I'm just like you. There's nothing special about me. I'm, I live here in the Palm Springs area. God, it's a beautiful day and uh, I'm just so thankful to be alive. I, I have a, I have a home group at 7am every morning that I, I attend and it's my kinship of common suffering where I can sit still and, and listen and practice unity and practice calm. And I have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And I want to stay that way one day at a time. And the way I do that is by trying to carry a message. And that's what I'm doing here on this program. I enjoy it. My favorite subjects are are recovery from addiction, codependency, and God. And not necessarily in that order. So when we return... You're going to find out all about the harm that uncertainty causes ourselves and others. It's so destructive and that's what keeps so many of us stuck, stuck in this endless revolving door of addiction and recovery and acting out. We're going to crack the code today. I'm Toby C in this moment.
0: In this moment with Toby C continues now on iHub Radio. All right.
1: Overcoming uncertainty. Well, you know, if we're going to overcome anything, we have to we have to shine the spotlight on it. We have to illuminate what uncertainty is. Uncertainty is is very discouraging. Uncertainty is an emotion. Uncertainty is a bad message. Uncertainty is, it's an obsession, it's a worry. Uncertainty may be brought about by maybe morbid reflection and remorse. Uncertainty may be a component of shame bad, shameful experience that we've had, and we certainly don't want to do that again. But maybe we don't know how not to do it again. Uncertainty is an attitude. You know, uncertainty can be a weapon, too. Oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. It's a huge weapon. Uncertainty is a conflict. Uncertainty is a decision. How about that? Most importantly, Uncertainty is about, is, is, it's about suffering. I think people who, who experience uncertainty, I think they suffer. You know, alcoholism can be a metaphor for uncertainty. There are those too who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders what do you think the suffering of grave emotional and mental disorders is that they're talking about? That's out of the big book, How It Works, page fifty, fifty-eight. 58. It engulfs all whose lives are touched by the sufferer. Uncertainty is a hysteria. It's a fear. Be sure about that me talk about the weapon of uncertainty for a minute. I happen to know people who practice uncertainty. It's a weapon. It happens in the avoidance disorder. Avoidance is a uh, a, a recognized uh, psychiatric disorder now. And one of the patterns of avoidance is to always keep your opponent on the edge of uncertainty. Don't let your, don't let the other party get too close and get to know you. Always keep your opponent on the edge of uncertainty. Then they're going to pay attention to you and then you can control them. Try to get your opponent to read your mind. Good luck. It's a weapon and it's a terrible weapon. People who practice avoidance, um, don't attract people to them. They push people away from them. You know, the fear of uncertainty is not an attraction, it's a repellent, it's a character defect. People who have the instinctual need of instinctually wanting to feel secure and the human instinctual need of feeling loved, there's no place for uncertainty. People need to know where they stand. People do not like uncertainty. And people who employ the weapon of uncertainty can really control and harm a lot of people with this weapon. Doesn't that make sense? Well, let me tell you something. Fear, fear is the evil corrosive thread that is woven through our human existence And fear, the main component of fear, is uncertainty. I mean, we got to call it what it is. We have to understand that the reason why we feel unsure or uncertain about something is always because there's the dark underbelly of fear, which backs it up every time. Let me read a few things out of the big book of the 12 and 12 involving fear, and maybe... Maybe we can correlate uncertainty to fear how it works. Page 68 in the big book, we ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. By the way, the 12 step program of recovery is so much about us calming down and finding a power greater than ourselves. And, a, and a, a synonym for a power greater than ourselves is God. And a synonym for God is a higher power. And a synonym for a higher power is Him with a capital H. And there it is. We ask Him to remove our uncertainty or our fear and direct our attention to what He would have us be. It's about faith. Continue to walk, watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. The greatest enemies are resentment, jealousy, envy, frustration, and fear. All these failings generate fear, a soul sickness in its own right. Self-centered fear, the chief activator of our defects. we have drunk to drown feelings of fear, frustration and depression. I mean you can take every single one that says fear and you can plug in uncertainty. Uncertainty is is no man's land. Uncertainty is where never rests. Am I ever going to get better? Am I ever going to get this thing? ever going to get better and really calm down and get this thing? That's the epitome of uncertainty it is the hopelessness that so many of us find ourselves slipping into. Many of us end up in recovery and rehab and in hospitals because we just can't keep fighting this fight of uncertainty. Well, there is a solution. There is an answer to overcoming Uncertainty, and I'll give you a clue, it has to do with overcoming the affliction of self. So just ahead, we're gonna be talking about the solution, the answer to overcoming the problem with uncertainty. It's going to involve expelling a demon, It's going to be expelling a demon. And that's what happens in the 12 step program of recovery. We expel the demon of uncertainty. We calm down and expel the demon of fear. We stop harming people and hurting people who in the final analysis are not well themselves. We learn to give people a break. Got a lot to look forward to in this solution to overcoming uncertainty only here in in this moment and i'm your host toby c stand by
0: in this moment, helping to open hearts and minds that allow for the mysterious, powerful, enduring, and proven alternative to destructive behavior. Here is your guide, Toby C.
1: Okay. I'll tell you one thing about this show is you're gonna hear the same message over and over and over again, but I'm gonna try to mix it up for you. And, um, and make it interesting. As I was telling my producer earlier, um, the solution is, is so simple and so limited. The subjects of recovery and misery are endless. So we're going to be doing a lot of In This Moment with Toby C. programming because we've got a lot of material, and it's endless. But the solution always seems to be the same over and over again. And let's talk about the solution for overcoming uncertainty. Well, let's start out with the antithesis of uncertainty would be faith. How about that? Faith, faith that just maybe, just maybe we're going to get it this time. even this minimum of faith will be enough you will find many members who have crossed the threshold just this way all of them will tell you that once across their faith broadened and deepened relieved of the alcohol obsession and that can be the that can be anybody's obsession their lives unaccountably transformed They came to believe in a higher power, and most of them began to talk of God. So there it is. So probably the strongest solution to overcoming uncertainty is to have this sense of all is well, and this is what happens in the program of recovery. This is what I've experienced and witnessed in the 12-step method of recovery, is that A transformation takes place in the human spirit and remember that we're all born survivalists and as survivalists, we are inclined to look at everything one way. What's wrong with this picture? How can I improve it? Is this a threat and harmful to me? This is how we typically look at life and people and situations naturally because we're survivalists. Well, calming down, the spirit is, is developing a sense that all is well. All is well. All is well is an attitude. And it's a spiritual condition. And it has to do with faith. And here we go again. Faith has so much to do with the open mind and the imagination. Fear is centered in our mind and faith, I believe, is centered in our heart. So the idea is to, is to get out of our heads and start moving into our hearts. And the best way to get out of our head is to open up our mind to everything that's possible within the realm of possibility. And then we can develop this sense that indeed all is well. I think uncertainty also has a lot to do with overcoming perfection. Obviously, you know, we're survivalists, are inclined to conclude that if they do something wrong, it could be detrimental or harmful to them. It could jeopardize their their safety and their security. So naturally, we all grow up trying to be the best that we can be. Of course, we all become perfectionists to some degree or another. Those of us I'm speaking of who end up in recovery, like yours truly. I love this quote from the 12 and 12, Tradition 6. We are all perfectionists who, failing perfection, have gone to the other extreme and settled for the bottle and the blackout. See, perfection is an extreme behavior. I would imagine that uncertainty is an extreme behavior. I know people who practice uncertainty. They can never see the glasses half full. I mean, it's the end of the world, man. And by the way, I'm here to tell you that uncertainty and fear is contagious. And the antithesis of fear is faith and faith. as I always say is about calm, C A L M calm and calm. Just like fear is contagious. You can spread it and it's a good, it's a good thing. To spread spread calm spread peace and there's something about even if you are uncertain if your spirit is agitated try to find somebody whose spirit is agitated and try to calm them down try to have them have a little faith that all is well and in doing so we experience this calm ourselves so there's a good solution The best solution for overcoming uncertainty is try to find another soul, find a nice quiet place and calm this soul down. One of the best ways I have found to calming another soul down is to break open the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and start reading a few pages. Just randomly pick it out. Just close your eyes and just just randomly pick it to any part of the book. And just sit there and take turns with another person reading this book. And in doing so, you know, when we sit alone with another person in a quiet place and we pull out a publication about recovery and calm. By the way, the Holy Bible is a publication on calm. You better believe it. At least the New Testament parts of it are. That's the deal. That's when we can really overcome any of our woes, including our uncertainty. It's about focusing on another person and having that person accept or try to imagine accepting the things that they cannot change. Imagine that person having the courage to change the things that they can. Courage is a great way to overcome uncertainty, but courage has to come from the state and the realm of calm. If I'm agitated and I'm paralyzed in fear, man, I don't have the courage to do anything. Thus, my propensity to consume drugs and alcohol, to get this false sense of security, this false elusive sense of certainty, this, uh, this illusion that all is well when all was absolutely not well and was falling around me, was falling apart. So there it is. Uncertainty is a demon. Trusting God, cleaning house in the 12-step method is about expelling this demon of uncertainty. There's a prayer called the gratitude prayer. Some call it others. There's a recovery center down in India called the ABC Recovery Center. A wonderful facility, and I was there about 20 years ago. And they used to have a. They used to have a sign. It was a prayer behind the podium in the main, um, in the dining room where we used to we used to serve as the, as the, um, as the meeting room. And behind the podium, there was a giant sign that had the gratitude prayer on it. And it said this. It said, God, if I can't have the things I want, please help me to want the things that I have today. I love that prayer. Please help me to want the things that I have today. Wanting the things that I have is about certainty. It's about being at peace with what we have and not yearning for what we have not and not being concerned about what we may or may not get in the future. It's about being at peace. Certainty is about being at peace. Certainty is an unshakable foundation. Certainty is about being uniquely helpful to another suffering soul. And certainty is a discipline. Can I tell you that great suffering and only when we have suffered sufficiently are we, are many of us willing to calm down and great suffering leads to discipline. And discipline is about staying calm one day at a time by turning our attention our, and our love and our focus on another suffering soul. And this discipline leads to obedience. And I think I've mentioned before that I believe obedience, obedience to what? Obedience to God's will. And I believe God's will is for us to be at peace and to calm down and to bring some certainty to a suffering soul who is paralyzed with uncertainty. That is the ultimate solution. There are so many solutions for overcoming uncertainty. And we have to, as failed perfectionists, we have got to be at peace with incremental progress. You know, a lifetime of practicing fear and uncertainty will not disappear overnight. It's an old, comfortable pair of shoes that you might be inclined, if you're not paying attention, to slip on again once you get better. But that's okay, because the beautiful part about recovery is this acute awareness that we develop. Remember, you cannot overcome anything, including uncertainty, until we are acutely aware of what we are overcoming. And I think we've nailed down some of the real problems and some of the solutions in overcoming uncertainty. And with this mindfulness of these problems and solutions, one day at a time, we can sidestep uncertainty and the fear and the misery and the suffering that accompanies Uncertainty. Isn't that simple? It's a very simple program, my friend. But it's not easy. It's a very simple program, but it's not easy. If you're like me, who I've spent a lifetime of practicing self-centered, fear-driven uncertainty, it doesn't disappear overnight. But I'm getting better. I really am. And so can you. You can get this thing. You can get better. This program, this fellowship has been around for 80 plus years and still going strong. They're doing something right. They're preparing us to calm down so we can prepare others to calm down. It's a beautiful thing. We're going to come back with some imagination exercises just ahead here on In This Moment with Toby C.
0: In a world of overstimulation, you've arrived in a safe and calming space. This is In This Moment with Toby C. on iHub Radio.
1: Overcoming uncertainty. Overcoming this endless revolving door of recovery centers and rehabs and hospitals. I want you to imagine that this could very well be the last time you ever have to do this. Or if you're in recovery right now, this may be the first and only time you have to do this. You know why? Cause you're going to get it this time. You're going to get it. You know why? Because I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one of the discoveries that I made That's buried in the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions publication. And all you truly need is an open mind. All you really need is a truly open mind. And you're going to get this. You're going to calm down. See, all this time, you've had a very narrow mind that's been full of fear and intolerance with a cold, closed heart toward yourself and toward others. And now with the imagination, you're going to open up yourself to calm. What you're going to do with this imagination and this calm that you're going to be able to achieve is you're going to take away the seven parts of self that people can affect when you interact with other human beings. Nobody is ever going to affect your self-esteem again and make you worry about how others think of you. Nobody is ever going to affect your pride again and make you worry about how others view you will never affect your finances, your basic desire for money, property, and possessions. Your relationships will never be affected by bad personal relations. Your ambitions, your goals and plans and designs for the future will never again be adversely affected by another person. Your general sense of personal well-being, your emotional security will never be tied to the behavior and the sickness of another. And your sex relations, your basic drive for sexual intimacy, will be comfortable and secure. This all happens in the state of calm and in the state of faith. We take away these seven buttons of self-esteem, pride, pocketbook, personal relations, ambitions, emotional security, and sex relations. We take away these buttons and we don't allow people to push them anymore. And the way we take away these buttons and don't allow these people to push them anymore and to hurt us and to keep us on the edge of uncertainty is we learn to detach with love, to be able to actually detach from another person without pushing them out of your heart. I want you to imagine your mind is open and you're calm and your heart is open and you're not going to push anybody out of your heart but you're going to release people and let them go and you're going to love them and you're going to have pity and compassion on your fellow man because your open mind is going to allow you that they too may be suffering and they too may not be well. And we're going to learn how to give these people a break. And I'll tell you, there's no better way to take away the seven buttons of self than to practice pity and compassion for a fellow suffering man. Can you imagine doing that? Can you imagine calming down sufficiently where someday, and I mean someday soon, you're going to be sponsoring somebody? And remember, a sponsor is not a life coach. It's not a spiritual guru. A sponsor is just nothing more than another suffering soul who's trying to calm down another. And the whole purpose of sponsorship is to prepare our sponsee to become a sponsor and to continue carrying this, this effort and this discipline of paying attention to another suffering soul with the explicit purpose of calming them down and helping this soul overcome uncertainty and to move into faith and to trust the process and to finally someday for your prospect to be able to put their hand in the hand of the man and take their journey and to finish this journey. Isn't that beautiful? Can you imagine that? You're going to get it this time. Maybe if you've tried recovery several times and it just hasn't worked, maybe you forgot to work with others, helping others. Yeah, anybody can trust God and clean house. But working with others? That's the mana. That's the mana of recovery. Is paying attention to another suffering soul. I know you can imagine doing that. You're going to get this. You're going to be a wonderful sponsor. You're going to be a wonderful guiding light. You're going to help the suffering soul who's blinder than you to see, because you're going to discover soon that your experience can be uniquely helpful to another suffering soul. You're going to discover very soon that with your recovery and your calm, you are going to be uniquely helpful and you're going to be do, you're going to be able to do something for another suffering soul that therapists and physicians, Psychiatrists just can't seem to do. But you can because you are a man or woman who has recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And uncertainty, uncertainty in and of itself, is all about this seemingly hopelessness. And it is what it is. It is seemingly hopeless. But when when we tap into faith and calm, we overcome uncertainty and recognize it for the fear that it is. The beautiful part about the fourth step inventories is there's a fear inventory. And I swear, if you trust God and clean house, one of my favorite lines is at once we commence to outgrow fear. I hope you got something out of our show today, my friend, you're going to get this you're going to be a wonderful servant to another suffering soul. And then this whole thing's going to make sense to you. You're going to finally get it once and for all. I love you. Have a wonderful day or night, wherever you're listening. I'm your friend, Toby C. And this is our program in this moment.